Welcome to Fill Up, Feel Good, a podcast sponsored by the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council. I'm Cindy Zimmerman. Cellulosic ethanol is really getting on the fast track, literally. No longer a pipe dream or a fairy tale, the fuel will be used for the first time in motorsports this year, paving the way for eventual consumer use of the biofuel. The ethanol produced from waste wood will be used for the first time during the American Le Mans Series Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring in Florida on March 15th. We could really find no greater stage to have the first use of cellulosic ethanol than the American Le Mans Series. Obviously, it's, a, it's going to be a great demonstration that this fuel is available here and now. It is not a fuel that's five years or ten years down the road. The next generation of ethanol has really arrived today with this announcement, and it's going to be used at Sebring and beyond, and uh, I think that it's a, it's a very exciting announcement for the entire ethanol industry, considering that the renewable fuel standard has a cellulosic element to it. Reese Nanfito, Senior Director of Marketing with the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council, or EPIC, says General Motors Corvette Racing will be the first team to use cellulosic-based E85 in competition, and the team will be sponsored by EPIC. Corvette is certainly an American icon, uh, and E85 will give the Corvette Racing team an opportunity to demonstrate uh, the performance on track with uh, the benefit of reducing the impact on the environment as well. And it also takes another step in showing GM's commitment to renewable fuels and flex fuel vehicles. KL Process Design Group of Rapid City, South Dakota, will supply the American Le Mans series with cellulosic E85 racing ethanol for the 2008 season. KL Vice President of Business Development Tom Slenica says providing cellulosic ethanol for the Le Mans series brings it one step closer to consumer use. The reason that we brought this revolutionary fuel and the very first uh, very valuable gallons of this fuel to the American Le Mans series was to demonstrate the power that this fuel has at home with every consumer. Because the American Le Mans series cars are the closest to production style cars in the world of racing, the relevancy of performance here is immediate and direct to that of consumers. The Corvettes that will be racing around the tracks at the American Le Mans series this year running on E85 and more namely cellulosic E85, is a direct correlation to what we hope will occur in the next few years of cellulosic ethanol running in every flex fuel vehicle across the country. The plant providing the fuel is located in Wyoming, and it's the first commercial cellulosic ethanol facility operating in the United States. Seneca says the base material being used for the production of the fuel is ponderosa pine, collected from the forest floor in and around the Black Hills National Forest. What's key about this is that this material would otherwise be composted uh, in landfills or simply burned, uh, creating more pollution into the air and and also creating uh, a higher risk of forest fires. But biomass exists everywhere across the country. Um, There's a very large abundance of woods throughout uh, the upper Midwest, uh, across the East Coast, down into Florida, Texas, California. And uh, this plant's process will allow us to use everything from waste cardboard to tree trimmings uh, collected in urban areas uh, on through wood waste that that is uh, currently built up at sawmills and other wood manufacturing facilities. 
Cellulosic ethanol can be produced from other sources of biomass, such as agricultural waste, switchgrass, or citrus pulp. And KL President Randy Kramer sees their small plant in Wyoming as a model for how cellulosic ethanol can be produced to serve local markets. What we don't think is it's going to be the same as as far as the size goes of corn ethanol plants. Um, for instance, if you see 100 million gallon a year plants uh, springing up throughout the upper Midwest, it's going to be a very strong contrast uh, to what we do. Our, what we call KLCBE, or that's... Uh, cellulose-based ethanol um, business model, is that we'd, we'd locate these plants to fit the, the size of the feedstock supply. For instance, uh, we'd like to co-locate with um, possibly a sawmill that has a waste stream that they're having to deal with. There's a lot of wood mills out there already having to deal with and landfill this material, and we could use that. Now, if you build these plants small enough, you can locate them almost anywhere and then match that to the fuel uh, outlet or stream that you can supply a local blender, for instance. And I think in our in our business model, a five million gallon a year plant can supply up to eleven stations, and all all this can be done in in a very decentralized manner that uh, really dispels the the notion that ethanol it can't be shipped economically, um, and it does take away or disarm rather the the uh, argument that. Uh, the fuel-for-food debate that we're always going through. The KL plant is a result of six years of development efforts between the company and the South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. Other small cellulosic plants are opening in many areas of the country, including places like Louisiana and Georgia. And the Department of Energy just announced new grants for small-scale biorefinery projects to be located in Colorado, Missouri, Oregon, and Wisconsin. More information about cellulosic ethanol or ethanol in general can be found on Epic's website, drivingethanol.org. That's your fill-up, feel-good podcast. I'm Cindy Zimmerman, reporting for the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council.